0: Twin Cities Theater Chat. This podcast is created by members of the Twin Cities Theater Bloggers to share our love of theater, promote theater going, and support our theater community. My name is Carol Jackson and I write for Minnesota Theater Love. Right now, our bloggers are busy attending every show they can at the Minnesota French Festival, but they've graciously agreed to take some time out to chat about a few shows that they're recommending. We've got Kendra Plant of Artfully Engaging. Rob Dunkelberger of The Stages of Minnesota, Jill Schaefer of Cherry and Spoon, and Laura Van Zant of Bite Size Beat here to share their thoughts. Check out their blogs for more Fringe reviews and enjoy.
1: I wanted to talk about a few of the shows that I really liked that were solo shows by artists uh, who are women. And the first one is Haha ha Da Vinci, uh, which is an out of towner show that I thought was just really magical and full of physical movement. I saw the, um, the preview for Haha ha Da Vinci. Um, and I was like, I saw the tuba and she did a magic trick on stage. And I was like, I think I, I sense there might be some clowning in this show. And I'm really obsessed with that that physical theater uh, clowning is well known for. And so we went to the show and I was not disappointed. It was so beautiful. There was lovely music and it was creative. There's just a little note. There's not much of a through story. It's just more like her having all of these magical moments of discovery and playfulness. And I highly recommend it. Um, It's been one of my favorite shows so far. And then the the next show I wanted to talk about has been my absolute favorite so far of the fringe. It's Dolly Who and that is by Destiny Davison, who's uh, local. It's a very charming show. Both this and Haha da Vinci are appropriate for ages seven and 11 up. So um, you can bring your uh, bring kids to these shows. It's just a very beautiful exploration of Destiny making a show. And she's an illustrator. So her drawings, basically, she brings them to life on stage. There's a little bit of audience participation that makes each show a little different. And I just, I highly recommend it. I hope she has sellout shows for the whole run. It's just lovely. And that one is a, a rearing rig experimental. And then the final show I wanted to talk about is Boy Crazy. Um, and that's by Maddie Gibba. And that one is not child appropriate. So that one is for adults and um i liked it it was there was music it was very funny and um there is sexual content uh which i loved i'm like this is just so funny she talked about uh, her dating adventures, as the show, uh, the name kind of explains. But I really did like that show. I recommend it for adults. Um, my one tip is if you're going to go see uh, Boy Crazy, when you get into the, the Rarig Arena, there's a keyboard setup. So you want to sit so that you're looking at her when she's sitting at the keyboard. I sat directly behind her, so every time she was singing and on the keyboard, I just saw her back. Just be better at picking your seats than I was. Those were my three solo shows that I wanted to talk about.
2: So I wanted to talk about three ensemble shows that I saw. The first one was... A Girl Scout's Guide to Exorcism by the Melancholic Anonymous. And this was just kind of bonkers and made me smile throughout. It's got a little bit of horror. It's got a lot of comedy. It's almost like a twisted Stand By Me from a female perspective. It takes place in the 90s with a Girl Scout troop at camp, and they resurrect the spirit of a rather demonstrative, Environmentalist. The show is just kind of fantastic. It's uh, features a. In a very small role, uh, an artist that I've really come to take note of this year, Jeffrey Nolan. He plays the hawk in this, which is a puppet character, and he commits completely to it. And there's a the like the last scene of the show. It's really kind of intense and it's a straight role. And I've only seen him do comedic things. There's a this whole show is comedic, but his character really is just he's playing a hawk and he and he does it. And I thought the whole cast was fantastic in this. That is showing at Rarig in the Arena Theater. My second show that I'm recommending is Fargo Allegro. And that is also playing in Rarig in the Thrust stage. And this features Jeffrey Nolan as well. I'm a big fan of the film Fargo by the Coen brothers. And this... I wasn't sure what to expect. I thought it'd be a parody or a takeoff or a satire, but that movie is already sort of a satire and a parody. This is almost, as far as I could tell, a line-for-line staging of the film with a little added dialogue by Reverend Matt as Paul Bunyan. It's amazing how they do this. It. I don't know if it should work, but it really worked for me. One of our fellow bloggers, Erica, saw it. She had never seen the, the movie Fargo. She enjoyed it, but she knew she wasn't getting... So if you are a fan of the film Fargo, I think you're going to really like this one. A great ensemble cast again. They do some really interesting things with their, their props and their set. So that's my next recommendation. My final recommendation is another one that is an ensemble one that they do some spectacular things with costumes, sets, and props. And that's H.G. Wells' The Invisible Man. And that one is playing at the Southern Theater, and it's by Unqualified. And it was created by Jake Sunguk Sullivan. Hopefully I'm not butchering that too badly. And he he was part of the ensemble in the 39 steps at Lyric Arts. And this, if you saw that production, you'll see where he he took ideas from that, where they're They're using very minimal things and having fun theatrically with how they recreate things like going up a pair of set of stairs, people switching hats constantly. It's a four person cast, but the number of roles is probably two or three dozen. So I had a lot of fun with that show. It's very funny. It's very creative. And that to me is kind of what Fringe is all about.
3: So I saw a lot of those shows and some other great shows at the Cedar Riverside Hub. But I wanted to shed some light on some of the independently produced shows that are happening. The first one is Stabby Stab Stab, which is at the Crane Theater. The show uh, premiered at the Twin Cities Horror Festival last fall, and definitely if you didn't see it then, you want to take advantage of this chance to see it again. It's a co-production by Special One Lit, which did Finger Looking Good at the Fringe last year and the Winding Sheet Outfit which has produced some of my favorite fringe shows of all time. It's based on a true story of these two 12 year old girls in Wisconsin who became obsessed with this story of Slender Man, just sort of a horror story. And they ended up stabbing one of their classmates to sort of appease this creature. Um, and as always with the winding sheet outfit, they sort of go past the, the scandalous headlines and get to the humanity. Um, it was written by Nissa Nordland Morgan, who plays one of the girls along with Kayla Feld. And they're both so believable as these 12 year old girls. And it's beautifully designed. And there's a gorgeous soundscape playing. So it's dark and lovely. And it's playing at 830 or 10 every night of the festival. And it's it's less than 10 minute drive. So you can finish up your day at the Rerig, rig, hop in the car and see this show before you head home. I also spend an afternoon at Strike Theater, which again, is a less than 10 minute drive. It's in northeast Minneapolis. And they are doing seven shows there. I saw four of them a couple I'm going to talk about today fire in my veins blazing through life with invisible illness this is a solo storytelling show by Allison Broren who is one of the founders of the strike theater and she almost 20 years ago was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease so she talks um, you know with humor and honesty about what the diagnosis process was like what her treatments are like what it's like to live with it with an invisible chronic disease so that was really enlightening and compelling story another one of the great ones there is called for a completely different tone the wind-blown cheeks of lovers and this is a spoof of the 1980s miniseries which those of you who are alive in the 80s may remember those great melodramatic miniseries. And so this is by Mike Fotis, Rita Borsmer, Rita Borsma and Tim Hellendrung. And they are the three performers in it. And it's done in a mockumentary style. And so there's actual cameras on stage that are filming them as they're acting out the scenes. And then you also see what's being filmed on the TV. So it's a sort of multimedia spectacle and it's just really spoofy and ridiculous and fun. And that's it.
4: The first show I saw was Reincarnation Soup by Viet Nguyen at the Southern Theater. And the, the first sentence of the description is a mythic tale of soup, Saigon, and recycled souls. So it's, it's a solo show, and it's a storytelling show, but it's about reincarnation, as it says. And the premise is there's a person who's the one being reincarnated, who's waiting in a line for soup, kind of in the afterlife. So then you see different vignettes of, you know, pieces of different people's lives, basically. And they all center around being Vietnamese. And it was just, it was so beautiful. I, the performer on his own is just very compelling and charismatic and tells stories so well. And They all were just short snippets, but you really got, you know, like a good grasp on who the character was and what was happening in their life. The next show that I saw that I would recommend is My Only Hope for a Hero by Duck Washington. That was also at the Southern, and I saw it with Rob, who also enjoyed it. And it it, it, it kind of starts one way, and then it goes in a lot of different directions. And it kind of all centers, of course, around the, the concept of a hero and who's a hero, who gets to define who's a hero, what makes a person a hero, and Duck talks about different points in his life where he's had the opportunity to potentially be a hero, in times where he felt he stepped up to the plate, times where he felt like he wasn't brave enough to do to take action. And he talks about other people in his life, you know, especially his mom and dad, and points in time that stand out for him that center around this theme. And it really ends with a call to action about kind of being the hero you want to see in the world, so to speak. But we we all laughed. We all cried. There were so many sniffles in the house. But it was just so moving, so personal. And, it you know, it's one of those storytelling shows where just when they kind of bring you down, they're going to bring you back up. And it all ends very hopefully and inspiring. Uh, and then the last show that I would recommend is called Koi Fish. It is by Michelle DeHoya, who is actually currently starring in Kung Fu Zombies versus Cannibals by Theater Moo at Luminary and she has written this story of two Asian Americans who have connected online. They're both young, um, like 19 and 22 and they develop this relationship, but one of the characters is a trans woman and she's still kind of coming into her own and not really knowing how to present herself to the world and you know being afraid understandably of doing that and and so she doesn't disclose this to him, but their relationship really develops. And I don't want to give too much away <laughs> because um, you know, they do end up meeting and and but yeah, it was it was kind of an interesting exploration of being Asian American, but also being trans. And yeah, I don't know. It was just it was really lovely. And because I think the the performers that they were looking for for these characters were so niche. That, you know, when you see it, it, you could tell that, you know, that they are maybe a little bit more on the amateur side of performing, but still put so much emotion and heart and love into these characters that I I really enjoyed it. And and I may have cried a little bit.
0: Thank you for listening to Twin Cities Theater Chat. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, rate and review us, and spread the word. Follow the Twin Cities Theater bloggers on Facebook and Instagram to read our reviews and find out what we're up to. And go see a show at the Minnesota Fringe Festival. And if you're feeling that fringe love, and I know you are, don't forget that you can tip your amazing fringe performers online at the Fringe website. You can also donate to the Minnesota Fringe Festival directly at the website. Thank you for helping to support this fabulous work.